You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back. We are in the middle of a wonderful series called the Get a Girlfriend series. I've only done this. This is now the second time I've only done this where I did like a series where I'm kind of releasing a continuation of talking about a specific topic. A few years ago, did one called the Attraction Arsenal. I think it was about a year and a half ago, which you can find. That was a 10-part series. This is an eight-part series, and you're on number six, Strengthening the relationship. I wonder how many of you are actually going through the whole thing. I suggest you do if you want to get a girlfriend. Even if you don't have a girlfriend yet, it's still good to know some of this stuff. Plus, these episodes are pretty easily digestible, right? You know, only around, what, 15, 20, 25 minutes. So pretty easy to get through. And on this episode, number six of eight, strengthening the relationship, we're going to be talking about exactly that. Now you're in the relationship, right? We talked about last episode, starting the relationship, you got to the point where you started the relationship. You said to her, hey, I'm interested in just you. I'm not interested in seeing anyone else. So you guys have started to date. So this is kind of like, how do you make the relationship from here on out just be awesome? Because the next two episodes are more about the ending of the relationship, whether you want to end the relationship or she ends the relationship. Okay, So we're talking about really the meat of it all. Like what happens once she's your girlfriend, once you call your girlfriend, what changes, what stays the same? Where do you go from here? Of course, there's lots of options for you. Maybe you want this to go so far eventually into a marriage. A lot of people get married after having a girlfriend. Maybe you don't want to get married. Maybe you're just looking for a lifelong girlfriend. That's usually pretty rare. I don't know anyone who has got a girlfriend that's like a lifelong girlfriend unless they've already been divorced maybe a few times and are just looking for more of a partner than marriage, so to speak. But it's up to you. It is up to you. But yes, a lot of people do eventually get married. So some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about on this episode is how to strengthen the relationship, how to keep the relationship alive. And you're going to be doing this in your current relationship, but The good news is is that if you decide to get married, you can use some of these tips for marriage too. Now, I have never been married, which is true, but I have been in three and now I'm in my fourth at the time of recording this episode, long-term relationship. That's right. I have been in multiple relationships. And actually, if we really want to count, we can also count my college one. That was 10 months. So we can count that. So that's number five. And if you really want to go deep and really go back, then maybe I've had six if you want to count my five-month relationship I had in high school. I don't really count the one in high school. That just, it's a different type of relationship. And even the one in college is a little iffy. You know, I'm talking more about having more real-world relationships. Although, if you're listening and you're in college or you're in high school and you're like, well, I want a girlfriend. So what are you saying? None of this pertains? None of this applies? And no, it does apply. I'm just saying... Most of my lessons that I've learned were in some of the more serious relationships in my adult years. Okay. 
And so if I'm just counting adult years, this is now my fourth relationship. And boy, have I learned a lot. And let me just say that, not that this gives credibility, but it sort of does, I have to admit, is I ended all of these relationships, even the college one, although I I did not end the one in, in high school. That one was sad. She broke up with me. That was one of my biggest heartbreaks, my only heartbreaks, really. But yeah, I did end all of them. I did end all of them for good reasons too. There, you only need one good reason, which we'll talk more about in the next episode, but I'll just tell you now real quick. The only good reason is, well, you're not interested in them anymore. You're not attracted to them anymore. Or maybe they did something to hurt you. Either way, I ended all those relationships. So it gives a little credibility in the fact that I really know how to keep a relationship alive. And I'm not just saying this to show off or sound cool or anything. I'm just telling you how it is and the exact truth is that in all these relationships, I could have continued them. Okay, None of these were mutual breakups. I could have continued all these relationships. And I just say that because you know I was a pretty damn good boyfriend. And I knew how to have an awesome relationship. The only problem was, like I said, is that they weren't for me. And again, we can talk more about that in the next episode. But I do know how to keep a relationship going. I know what it takes. I know what it takes to continue having the woman have desire for you and attraction for you in a relationship. And I want to go over a few of those things now. Now, (laughs) this is going to be like a 20, 25 minute episode probably. And it's such a summary because let me tell you, there are multiple, multiple books written on this. People go, go to couples therapy for, for months, years to have a relationship that survives. There's full-out blogs completely dedicated to having a good relationship. I mean, it's endless how much material and information is out there. So you might be thinking like, Trip, am I really going to get like enough info here to strengthen the relationship? You're going to be talking for like 25 minutes, that's it. Or 20 minutes, however long this is going to be. And here's the thing. I'm going to be giving you the 80-20. Okay, The 80-20 is the things that are the most important that are going to have the biggest effect. Of course, every relationship is different, so it's going to be different you know, depending on who you are and who the person is and all that. But at the end of the day, there are a few things that if you follow, you're guaranteed to have a good relationship. And so I'm going to be telling you what those are based on things that I've read. And based on my own experiences, what what keeps a relationship alive? What makes it strong? Well, one of the first things, this is a more obvious one. Maybe you've heard of this. And I mention it quite a bit. And a lot of other dating and relationship coaches also mention it because it is just such good information. So easy too. You know, it's about the love languages. Maybe you've heard of this. There's five different love languages. A love language is a language in which someone speaks in a sense where it's the way that someone feels loved. What makes someone feel loved? What makes you feel loved? What makes your partner feel loved? And there's five different ways. There's gifts, acts of service, words of affirmation, touch, and quality time. So all five of those are different ways that people feel loved. And there's usually one, sometimes two, that stick out the most and everyone's a little bit different. So one of the things that it talks about in that, in that book, by the way, called The Five Love Languages, is talking about how to speak the love language of your partner. So if they are touch, for example, then that means that they're going to want a lot of physical connection. They're going to want a, a lot of a, a physical affection. Okay, 
So you're going to want to do that to your partner so she feels loved. Now, it might be words of affirmation. That means that you know at least once a day, you're going to want to say something really nice to your partner, whether it's a compliment on their looks or complimenting them on something that they've done recently that you really liked or just saying that you're proud of them. And you can look up examples online of different ways to speak the love language of uh, your partner. I'd get the book, to be honest with you. It's really short, easy read, and pretty amazing. So that's kind of one thing, is speak the love language of your partner so they feel loved. Because one of the things that kills desire is someone in a relationship just doesn't feel loved by their partner. They just don't feel it. And when they don't feel it, it starts to weaken the relationship. And so what happens is that person starts to get really upset, maybe break up with you, maybe seek it elsewhere. You know, And I'm not saying that if you don't speak their love language, they're going to cheat on you. But I'm just saying is that they're going to want to somehow feel loved somewhere else. So maybe they're going to spend more time with their friends. Hey, I don't know. Maybe they will find another guy that they are with that's you know, speaking their love language, whatever it may be. I guess the point is, is partner needs to feel loved. Okay. So you need to make sure that you're doing that. And you can have an easy conversation with them. Say, hey, I heard about this thing called the five love languages. And it's kind of pop culture by this point. So they might have even heard of it. And you guys can talk about what your love languages are. And then you can be on your way to speaking that person's love language. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Pretty cool. Okay. What else? What else? Well, there's that funny little word called communication. Okay. Communication. So maybe you've heard this before. But in terms of relationships, what keeps a relationship alive is communicating to your partner about your wants, your needs, your desires, and the issues that you might be having with that person. You need to communicate what your continual values are and how you see the world. That's something I told you you want to do when you first meet someone, but you want to continue to do that because... As you continue, you're going to change. People change in relationships because you're a human being. You're going to change. You're not the same person you are now that you were five years ago. And and that might happen as you guys continue the relationship. So you want to communicate with them. But also, when it comes to communication, if you're not communicating on what you're feeling or what you're thinking, if it's something important, and you're just kind of hoping that your partner guesses, like it's not going to happen, Okay doesn't matter how well they know you, how long you've been together. Don't assume that your partner is going to know what you're thinking. You need to communicate to them if you have a problem. But there's ways to communicate that are way more helpful. And by the way, these, like I said, there's so many books and stuff out there on how to do all this properly. There are books all about communicating. I would check out the book, Crucial Conversations. That's a good one. Actually, I do a whole, I think I have a podcast on it. I definitely have a YouTube video on it, I believe. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I think I do a whole book review on it called Crucial Conversations. Well, that's what the book is called. I do a little review on it. I think it's on the podcast. Either way, at the end of the day, you should just get the book, read the book, and understand how to have really good conversations with your partner when the stakes are high, right? So, you know, instead of yelling at your girlfriend for doing something wrong, instead you might say like, I can't believe, you know, you never take out the garbage, right? Like you never do this. You, 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 you're pointing the finger. Another way to communicate with someone is saying, you know, I feel like you're not participating in the chores and, you know, it's, it's making me a little bit upset, right? I feel upset because 
I see that you're not, you know, taking out the garbage. You're kind of changing the words a little bit, right? You're saying how you feel rather than trying to point fingers. So that's, you know, again, there's a lot to unpack there in terms of how to have really good conversation. But just for the sake of brevity here, understand that conversation is something that should always be open and on the table. You guys should be talking about how you feel about your sex life. You should be talking about how you feel about money, about what you guys like to do on your spare time. You should talk about what you want for the future. You should be talking about, yeah, like I said, the things that you guys like to do on your spare time. I believe I just said that. What else? You should be talking about commitment. What do you guys think commitment looks like? What does trust look like? What's What are you comfortable with in a relationship? What are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with her hanging out with her guy friends? What if she makes new guy friends? Are you going to be comfortable with that? There's no right answer here. Really, there's no right answer at all. The only answer is you got to communicate about this stuff. You know, and of course, there's also something I should add in here. You don't want to be over communicating. If you're just saying every little thing that's on your mind, it could be a problem. And the reason why is because some of the issues that you might have with your partner actually might be with you. So I know that's kind of like, well, you just told us to communicate. Now I got to figure out if it's my problem. How do I know if it's my problem? I'd recommend if you're having a lot of issues with your partner, you might want to take a very honest look at yourself and say, is it something my partner is doing wrong or am I just kind of projecting this low self-esteem and maybe, you know, I could come down to something like jealousy, you know, like, are they doing something inappropriate or wrong? Are they, um, you know, am I really, should I really be mad at them for not taking the trash out? They really, they do a lot of other things. It's like, you want to figure out like, is it me? Is it them? Can I be more fair in this situation? Like, how can you look at it and really analyze it a little bit before you communicate? Okay, so you just got to make sure that you're communicating effectively and doing it in a smart way. One way to help out with this is if you're feeling like you're you're having a lot of emotions and feelings, you're not sure what to do with them, you're not sure how to communicate, you might want to think about either getting coaching with myself because I am very, very good at helping people communicate in the way that's going to be the best outcome. So make sure that you apply, by the way, at coachedbytrip.com if you want any help in your relationship and want to learn effective communication. I'm a master at it. Uh, But also a therapist is really good too because you can dive deep into some of your insecurities or wounds or childhood wounds that might be causing you to always get upset with your partner or you know who knows. So uh, therapy is good. I can also help you out with that. Again, if you want to apply, go to coachbytrip.com and we can help you with your relationship. And if you're not in a relationship and want to get in a relationship, well, you should apply anyways because I help you get into relationships too. So I offer coaching. I can help you with that. But yeah, communication. So I think we, we covered our ground there. Here's another tip I want to give to you to have a really strong relationship. I want you to make sure that you're continually seducing them. Okay, whatever you were doing the very beginning of the relationship, you know, you would take them out, you would plan these cool dates, you were just way more interested in who they were as a person, you were more affectionate. And this is, again, this is kind of different than love languages. Love language isn't necessarily like this seduction. Love language is just making sure that your partner feels loved. But there's this kind of playfulness 
that is lost as relationships continue. You know, it's like, and you don't know this yet, maybe if you haven't been in a long-term relationship, but I have, and I can say that, that playfulness starts to die. Because you get really, you know, used to it. It's, it's easy now. She likes you. She's not going anywhere. You don't need to work so hard. You don't need to go to the gym anymore. You don't need to flirt with her anymore. You don't need to be amazing in the bedroom for her anymore. People just get lazy and think like, ah, this person's not going anywhere. We're good. Little do you know, that is wrong, 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 my friend. Because if a woman stops trying with you, you're not going to like it either. So you need to continue to try with them. And by the way, it's a two-way street. This should go without saying, everything that you're going to be working on to strengthen the relationship, she should be doing it too. You know, Make sure she's communicating with you, she's speaking your love language, and she's continuously seducing you. So make sure that that stuff is happening. So make sure that playfulness, that seductive vibe that you'd give off when you first met her, the flirting, the teasing, you know, you'd kind of act like a kid again. Make sure that that's still going on in the relationship. Now, it doesn't have to be every single day. I know realistically, when you're in a relationship for like three years, you're not going to have that same energy you did in the first three or six months, but at least keep it there every once in a while. You know, make sure that you guys are, and this brings me to my next point, continuously dating. You should always be dating. Like, Don't give up. You know what happens when you give up? A lot of different things. The relationship could end. You get bored. She ends it. She breaks up with you. Maybe she cheats. If you're with someone who would do something like that, you know, you just get depressed. You're just in this terrible vicious cycle. You guys depend on each other so you don't leave each other, but you want to leave, but you don't know how because it's just really hard. So then you stay together for a long time. I mean, it just gets really, really rough. So make sure that you and make sure your partner is also, you know, continuously seducing, going on dates all the time, making sure you guys have those nice meals out or do something fun or do something interesting. It doesn't have to be a nice meal either. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Just do something that would be considered some sort of date. You know, like really make that happen for yourself. Really make it fun and interesting and put in that energy that you did when you were first dating them into, you know, wherever you are in the relationship. Just continue to do that. Continue to be awesome. And I'm going to leave you with this. Okay. I'm going to leave you with this next one. Tony Robbins talks about this. This is really cool. When you're in a relationship, don't try to do things in order to receive. A lot of people might do something in a relationship in order to get something back. You know, they'll be really nice to them because they want to make sure that they're going to get sex from their partner, or they'll try to do something really nice so their partner does something nice back. And Tony Robbins says, be more selfless. Go into a relationship to give just for the sake of giving, whatever that looks like, you know, flirting with them, doing something nice for them, speaking their love language. Do it for them. Don't do it for you. Don't do it for you in the sense where you're trying to keep a relationship going so you don't feel any pain. And it's like, you don't really care about them. You're just really just kind of manipulative and just kind of doing nice things so you get stuff in return. Do things because you genuinely care about this person and do it because you actually love the person. Be selfless. Don't give to expect something in return. And I love that. And I love that. I think that's a great way of going into any sort of relationship, whether that be 
uh, relationship with, uh, with a woman or a friend or family. Give to give. Because when you give to give, inevitably, my man, <laughs> you will end up receiving. Okay. So you'll still receive and you'll hopefully have a good partner. And of course, you know, be very conscious of are you with someone who is going to be, you know, giving you in return. And we'll talk about that more in the next episode because the next episode is when to end the relationship. How do you know if it's not a good relationship? We're going to talk all about that. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be fun. So those are some of the tips I can give you to keep a relationship going. I'm sure I missed a few that might be important, but I'm giving you the the 80-20 here, the things I believe are the most important that are going to have the biggest effect, like like really the biggest effect on the relationship. Communication, giving to give, uh, making sure that you're speaking their love language. And I guess I, I guess I sort of left this one out, but this is kind of goes with the communication and giving to give. Make sure that you guys are having sex on a regular basis, right? And I say that's kind of connected to the communication because you should be talking about how often you want to have sex, what kind of sex you like, and things like that. If you guys are just on the same page and communicating about your sex life, well, then you're going to have a happy sex life, right? So if you want to have it like four times a week, but she only wants to have it twice a week, but you guys can come to some sort of compromise between you two, then you're going to have great sex. You're going to have sex that both partners really enjoy and want to have, and then you should be communicating on what kind of sex do you like. What I'm saying is when it comes to sex, it's really about the communication. What is each partner like? How often do you want to do it? Things like that. Talk about it. Don't be scared. Because when you do, then you don't have to worry and you guys can be on the same page. And there doesn't have to be any kind of mystery or you know anything weird between you two and you can be able to have great sex. So think about that. Again, like I said, there are more things, but I think those are some of the most important. And uh, if you really want to get even deeper into how to have a great relationship. There's some amazing books out there. John Gottman has a few. One's called Eight Dates. That's a new one. Talks about the eight dates, eight different conversations that that you should be having with your partner, whether you're married, whether you're first dating, whatever. And uh, another one is another John Gottman book, The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work. Good stuff. And that can also, by the way, be used in relationships too, not just marriages, because a marriage is a relationship. Just the marriage is, is just a little bit more committed, you know? So there you go. There you go. I think I gave you some good tips here. Strengthening the relationship. See what you can do with it. If you need help, like I said, getting in a relationship, meeting a woman, attracting a woman, if you need help with any of that, or if you need help with continuing a relationship or trying to revive a dying one, I can help you. I'm really good at it. I've helped a lot of guys. Apply today, coachedbytrip.com, and I'll help you through the process. Coachedbytrip.com is where it will take you to apply. You'll have an application and uh, you'll be able to get on the phone with me and figure out if we can help you, okay? So there you go. Check it out. Talk to you soon. See you in the next episode. Hopefully this is good info that you're gonna use in your relationship today or in the future. 